0: Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Leah. Hey, Leah. Hi, Becky. Um, so on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Stay With Me. No, by
1: Stay Here With
0: Me. Stay Here With Me by Carrie Ann Ryan. This is book five in the Wilder Brothers series. I'm sorry, I need to talk about this book because I'm a little broken.
1: I'm a lot broken, but so we'll link the synopsis in our of the book in our on-the-shelf show notes on buzzingaboutromance.com. You can get all the information over there. This book was just released as we're recording this. So it was August 14th, 2023. The Tropes are family series, frenemies with benefits, which I don't even know if there's a frenemies, it's for enemies. Like they hate fuck people. There's a hate fuck, and it is delightful. But um, they're friendly-ish. They are friendly-ish. Close Proximity, Enemies to Lover, Secret Affair. It's kind of second chance, one night stand adjacent, yeah. wine and dine, resort, mental health rep, which is wonderful in this book. And she is a female rock star. It is part of the Wilder Brothers series. This is an interconnected standalone series. You don't have to read the other books, but honestly, you're doing yourself a disservice if you do not read all the books, but be warned all of the brothers start with an E. So you will be very confused by which brother is which, but that's okay. We've complained to Carrie Ann about it. She's good with it. She understands.
0: No, she complains herself. She'll (laughs) never do it again. Like she has said more than once, I'll never do this again.
1: (laughs) It is told in dual first person point of view, the put out percentage is 22% and there is a third act breakup. And the audio narrators you did the audiobook, I did not, are Aiden Snow, who I adore, and Meg
0: Sylvan. Sylvan, yeah. <clears throat> I bought it because I needed it.
1: Oh, Aiden, honestly, like, he, East is the grumpiest from grump, like grump, ever. Aiden's voice for his, like, character arc would be amazing.
0: So amazing. Um, okay, so... First of all, I want to talk about the Wilder series real quick. So these Wilder brothers, they are all uh, veterans of different mm-hmm. branches of the service. Yes. Um, and they've taken their money with some help of some family money and decided to start a winery and resort. They bought it, an already established one that was kind of like on its way out
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: hill country of Texas. Yes. Um and it is loosely connected. Their sister is married to a Montgomery, so there's a little bit of montgomery but not a ton. Mm-mm. So if you have never read Carrie and Ryan, and you are like, oh my God, the Montgomery's have like 500 books. Just and start here. Three generations. Just start here with, um, start right here with the Wilders. Yeah.
1: I mean, you can just start right here with East. Yeah. And you'll be fine. I think but this book does thing. really
0: stand alone.
1: Well, and that's the one thing with Carrie and Ryan's books. Like I have, I will admit, I have macheted her series. I'm so I don't proud. like, I don't like to do that. I know it's like a proud, proud mom moment there, but I've jumped around and I've been okay. Like she, she has these family series where the family show up and you get little snippets of like the relationships from the past books but if you haven't read their stories like you're not lost there's not so much happening on page where there's not the timelines are not congruent in these stories especially there's like years between some of these books which the way that it plays out it makes sense and it works really well but you you can hop around and it you'll have no issues whatsoever
0: yeah yeah um i really think she's one that if you like this trope read this book of hers if you like this trope read this book of hers i think that you can absolutely get to know who she is as a writer just by reading your favorite tropes because these Mm -hmm. books really do stand on their own
1: Mm -hmm. so let's talk she's not afraid of like the male males and she's not afraid of a thruple and she has her whole like shifters series or pnrs so she has a pretty wide range of options
0: and we're recording this before i go to readers on the river and she is like one of the main things i am so excited about like i am so excited so
1: sad that i am not able to go like it is it like breaks my heart just a little bit that i cannot go
0: i'm like i'm really excited to meet sawyer and i get to meet aurora and natasha but Carrie and Ryan is going to be there.
1: Like, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, Nata- Natasha is going as Aurora's assistant. She's yeah. not going
0: as an author. So that's like an added bonus. It's so fun. Um, okay, so let's talk about East Wilder because... the grumpiest is the grumpiest Grump. of grumps.
1: But I will say this is not really a grumpy sunshine because Lark is not really a sunshiny person. No. She has her moments, so but she is not.
0: Lark... So let's talk about East first, because I want to talk about Lark, Mm -hmm. because I found her to be really complex and dynamic, but Mm -hmm. not in the way you're expecting. Yeah. So East is a veteran. Um, He is suffering with PTSD, but he's not telling he like did the minimum amount of therapy needed, Mm -hmm. Um, but he hasn't really dealt with all the things that are happening or that happened to him while he was in deployment. But also some of his former um teammates. Yeah. Teammates, battalion mates. Um
1: there's there's some history there that pops back up constantly. So it's one of those things that he he can't move on. Yeah, because of what is happening around him. him. But the fact that he's not willing to talk to anybody and kind of like hides and he's the he's quiet and grumpy and so It doesn't help his mental health at all.
0: Well, and you also get this feeling that he feels like his brothers are carrying him. Mm -hmm. That he didn't have a special, a specialty. You know, he, wine is not his business. Um, He's not the CEO and the overly organized guy. He's not Mm -hmm. the event planner
1: he's not but dude can fix anything can build anything like he is like he is the handyman and they're basically saying like you are a contractor you are licensed to do this and this and this he's like i'm a handyman like he he's unwilling to accept the fact that he is talented in this area
0: but he also feels like his brothers are carrying him that he Mm -hmm. isn't as important to the family dynamic as the others And he doesn't vocalize this to them. So they don't realize it. Mm -hmm. And when they do realize it, they're all kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like you are what is keeping us together.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and that's one thing I really love about this series and this family is the fact that like they recognize the worth of each individual person to the business and to the family. Like we would not be, we would not have this resort if you were not capable of doing this, this, and this. We would not be this family if you weren't capable of being this, this, and this to us. And I think that's one of the things I love the most about this series is the family love and the family acceptance and the family yeses and like the the influence of being there in the good and the bad calling each other on their shit basically saying like you are struggling we finally see that you are struggling you need to do something about this what can we do to help you help yourself
0: no i agree and there's something about the way that Carrie and Ryan Wright's family, too, is you absolutely get this, we're going to build you up. We are not mm-hmm. going to tear you down, and we're going to love and accept you to where you're at. They're not trying yeah. to change anybody. No. So it it's it's really profound. And But let's talk about Lark, because she brings a lot to this book. She does. So
1: Lark... Um, if you've read the series, so Lark is the best friend to Bethany, who is with a, one of the brothers.
0: Which is East's twin.
1: Yeah. No, um, Elliot is East's twin.
0: Elliot's the next book. Elliot is East. I thought East was twins with Bethany's uh, dude.
1: No, I thought he and Elliot were twins.
0: Okay. Talk about uh, Lark. She's kind of a Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, she's kind of a Taylor Swift, like rock star-ish person. She writes her own songs, does her a lot of her own music, but she's kind of in a writing funk. She's supposed to be writing this new album, but she's always been like very adamant that she does not write songs about all of these people in her past. But that's one thing that I really enjoy about her character arc is the fact that she she talks about how like in the tabloids, like she's always connected to these people. She Basically, she smiles at somebody they're dating she looks at somebody they've been together and she's like you cannot believe what you read like that is not my life this is not the actual person i am and so she's in this rut but bethany so she's hiding in maine or no she's in vermont she's hiding in vermont trying to write the album bethany tells her to come down to texas to visit and to see her and maybe that'll help center her but the lark does not want to go back because her and east slept together and it did not end on a positive note so she she has these thoughts about him and there's a lot of feeling for both of them that neither one of them want to acknowledge and the fact that East has this idea that she's going to throw him under the bus and just sing about him and he's going to be this terrible person in her song and she's she's going to tear him apart and so he doesn't want that to happen and she doesn't want that to happen and she t- like tells him like that is not what's going to happen but he doesn't believe her but but lark i just she's
0: i thought we got she's a this family person. tree we didn't i thought there was a family tree there somewhere. oh that's a good idea we should suggest that to Carrie Ann, especially for this series it might be on her website i just okay. didn't find it in a book but um, lark
1: is this person she's she's a big Personality. She's a big person, but she's very lonely in a lot of that well, as well.
0: And see, I didn't find her. I think she has a stage presence that's a big personality. Yeah. But in her day to day functioning, she's not. She's not. And I don't want to say that she's a little bit of a wallflower, but she is a quiet observer in the world.
1: She's an introverted extrovert. No, No, an extroverted introvert.
0: She just wants to sit on the sidelines and observe life. And she writes poems that turn to lyrics. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a bit of a Taylor Swift type character because she's often accused of writing songs about everybody that she dates or touches or whatever.
1: But like I said, like most of the people that she's been connected with, I'm doing air quotes, but nobody can see me like She's not actually connected with. No. She just happens to like sit next to them.
0: And East very clearly said to her after their first time together, when they had sex the first time, do not write a song about me. Yeah. I do not want to end up on one of your albums. Mm-hmm. But he makes her feel things that she wants to put to paper. She doesn't plan to write them into a song, but she wants to put them to paper. And that leads to some problems between the two of us.
1: Well, but East has this mentality where he he doesn't want anything to do with any attention. Like he wants to hide and he yeah. feels that if it gets out that like he is the topic of this song or this album that he won't be able to hide anymore. And I think that is his big issue with the whole thing is he wants to stay hidden in like his back corner in his tiny cabin where nobody bugs him where he can just block out the world.
0: Yeah. So Lark comes to the Wilder Resort because Bethany is finally getting married. Bethany is a movie star and they are best You're friends. Right.
1: Everett is the twin, Bethany is the fiance. Again, they're all ease and some of them sound the same. They do. They
0: do. Um because we have an Elijah and an Eli. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's an Everett and an Elliot. Yeah.
0: Uh, But so Bethany and Everett are finally getting married Mm -hmm. and so Lark's there to help. And there's, you see in her interactions with the wedding and how things are going, that she wants that. She wants that deep, everlasting love, Mm -hmm. but doesn't know that it's in the cards for her because of her choice with music.
1: Yeah. Well, but also too, like just the interactions with all of the women, like, so the heroines of all the books are like, they've formed this really great girl gang for the lack of a better term. Like they hang out together. They like each other. They build each other up. They protect each other. And like, they've really pulled her in. Yes. Because she was Bethany's best friend, but like, because they genuinely wanted her to be part of their group and they, like, they want her to be with East because it is a not-so-secret secret affair where everybody knows it's happening, but nobody's talking about it.
0: That was but so like, funny. They're, like, sneaking <laughs> around having sex, and they don't think anyone knows. But
1: every single person. Every knew.
0: person knows. Everyone did. It's like, whatever, you guys. Like, it's
1: the not-so-secret secret affair. But and that's one of those things, like, in Lark talks about, like, in her professional life she doesn't have that like she's had bethany and like they've been really great friends and they have that connection but overall she doesn't really have that type of friendship with a lot of people and so she loves being there but east is so standoffish that she almost feels guilty for wanting to be there because like it hurts him and she doesn't want to do that yeah um
0: i i <sighs> As this book goes forward, you learn that East is carrying a lot more baggage than you thought. Yeah. And we had, so this is one of those books. I had it happen with Marie Johnston's book, Make Me Exhale, where there was this unexpected emotion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And as you're reading East, you just think, okay, it's a rock star romance, but small it's town. <clears throat> it's not. There's this but unexpected. then she rip you to shreds. Like, my heart was breaking from basically 55% till the end. Um, I had some ugly crying happening. Yeah, I'm a little mad at her, but I still love her. But I'm a lot mad at her, actually. Not just a little. I'm a lot mad. Like, you broke my
1: heart. Yeah, but they had such a good ending. And, like, there was a lot of clarity brought forth. do you feel... In, like, that whole scene...
0: So I don't think there was enough gravel. Okay, because there's a little bit of miscommunication and it's not miscommunication, it's lack of communication between the characters.
1: It didn't bug me so much with this one because both of them needed to grovel a little bit. And so I feel like it, did, it didn't frustrate me because of the way in which the the break happened and the way they came back together but did
0: did east do enough
1: <clears throat> i think so because i think in his like little monologue there in how what he says and how he says it was enough because he is not the most demonstrative person because again he's the grumpiest grumpy grump like on page that i've read in a really long time but i think that lark meeting the one character and understanding why East felt the way that he did. Like, he didn't need to do this huge, like,
0: no, and he kind gesture. of worm, he kind of word vomits on her. He, <laughs> oh, no, he totally does. There's no kind of there. He, he just, totally word he vomits. He shows up on her doorstep and is just like, this is what I feel. <laughs> doesn't even, but, like, I, but there's I think no poeticism it, to it. At all. Oh,
1: no. And I think that's why it works, because I think if Clark was a different type of person who needed that grand gesture, then it would have been different. But she doesn't want that grand gesture. She just wants him to be there. And that is the biggest thing.
0: She just wants to be loved and to be allowed to love him as she sees fit. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the great things I always come out of Carrie and Ryan's books. She always writes her romances that love is not one way
1: well and it's not the same for every couple either
0: but you but you deserve to be loved the way you need to be loved mm-hmm. and there's well, always this piece of that in every well, one of her books
1: i feel like she, like love languages and like acts of like love and things like that like she really shows those different types of love love languages like Each there's the 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 food like feeding people like the Alexis and Evan what now Alexis no yes what is her name okay yeah so many names but like they're like her whole thing is like feeding people and making them feel good through her food so like and that's something like she shows like the different styles and way people show their love and like need to receive that love as well and I think that's one of the big things with her books. Is she like, there are no two stories that are the same. Like, yes, the Wilder family, all of the, all of the brothers have dealt with some sort of PTSD, different levels of it, different things are still bugging them. But all of them, they're so different. And she allows them to be different.
0: That's the thing, too. She has a huge backlist. She writes a lot of books. Mm -hmm. Each one feels unique on its own. I never feel like this is a carbon copy. This is the same story. Just insert Mm -hmm. new names. She really has a creative. Uniqueness to Mm -hmm. her writing. And I really love and appreciate the stories. That she writes. Yeah.
1: Well, and there'll be. Excuse me, there'll be some like similar elements to her books and things like that, and which is fine. And but she doesn't have this overarching theme where she follows this formula every time. Like this one, there's a little bit of suspense in it, but not all of her books have that. And yeah. the way that it plays out, it's not this drawn out storyline, like it kind of pops up and you aren't expecting it to pop up and it does. And it's like, oh that happened. And it was really good. And I really enjoyed it. And then I was really
0: sad. So we have one more brother that is yet to have his HEA. Yes, who is Elliot. So do not be sad, though, because Carrie did share with me, the cousins that come to the wedding Mm -hmm. are going to get their own books.
1: Yes. But Elliot's book is also going to be a throuple. So right. Right so trace who is the bodyguard security of Bethany, guy like he's the head security guy he actually plays a pretty big role in this story but he and elliot and it's like a runaway bride or a jilted bride yeah. that they meet through the resort who i don't think we have met yet i think it's going to play out in
0: their book but it's i'm really excited for that cannot wait it's gonna be really good i like a good thruple, so i do too Anyway, uh, Leah, thanks for hanging out with me and reviewing Stay Here With Us by Carrie and Ryan.
1: Stay Here With Me.
0: Oh, Stay Here With Me. I've now said the title three different ways. Yes, we'll
1: get there eventually. It's, Listen, it's a great book,
0: a great story. Carrie song. and Ryan, Wilder Brothers Book 5. It doesn't need yes. a title. Just read Book 5.
1: Yes, it's, it's so good and you won't be disappointed.
0: <laughs> Not at all. Um, anyway, thanks for hanging out and reading always it's a good time until next time everyone
1: happy reading everybody find us on instagram at buzzing about romance or on twitter at buzzing romance if you like the podcast please leave a review if you'd like to support us directly join the bookcase and coffee patreon and receive exclusive content only available to patreon members check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes